name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. Cindy Lauper is way, way underrated. Now, in the interest of disclosure, on my notes, it says I wrote Cindy Lauper is way overrated. Okay, so I don't know where my head was, and I'm not a psychologist. I believe, in spite of what my notes say, that she is way underrated. Um, I will play a small playlist during my cold therapy. So it's just, I'll listen to whatever music sort of gets me into that thing, and sometimes silence, but not much. Usually it's like, you know, music. Money Changes Everything was one that hit the, the cold shower playlist recently. Man, that's a good song. She didn't write it. And I'm disappointed to hear that. She did write, however, the best song ever. And I don't mean Cindy Lauper's song. I just mean the best song, Time After Time. Co-wrote it with a guy named Rob Hyman. Side note, I'm related to that guy. Not closely, but we're second cousins or something like that. His aunt is my my grandma's sister. Some weird thing. Anyways, um, I met him once back in the 80s when he, because he's he headed up the band The Hooters. You guys remember that? The Hooters? Yes. And they were on tour. And so my mom called the whatever the contact was, the familial one in Baltimore or Philadelphia or some shit. I don't know. And he got me backstage passes and we hung out and I took my girlfriend at the time. I mean, was I a superstar that night? You bet your ass I was. The Hooters. They opened for the Romantics. Eh, boring. Didn't like the Romantics, but the Hooters were great. All this by, by way of me talking about money changes everything. And it's true. And it's also a Cindy Lauper song and a really good one. Had a little clash feel. Go back and listen to that one. Tell me that's not a great song. Now, she didn't write it. I'm saying that. But I am also saying the way she did it was fantastic. A little bit of punk. Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Very underrated. Okay. Um, I'm going to open up with a couple stories about my kids. And here's why. Because I, if there's one thing I know, people love stories about other people's kids. I mean, they love them. And I'm here to deliver not what I like, but what you like. I'm here for you. The first story, uh, and these are quick, but I thought I'd share them with you. My twins, boy, girl, were in, in an argument the other day and they were bickering about something, which they'll do on occasion. Uh, and my son goes, you know what? I'm your intellectual superior. And my daughter goes, what does that mean? Hmm. I'll let that sink in for a second. Uh, he won that round. Short short answers, he won that round. And he doesn't win many rounds. He won that one handily. The second story is that we check this site called Common Sense Media. When and if the occasion arises that my kids ask about a certain show, movie, or something, can we watch it or as a family? And so my wife and I will go on Common Sense Media and it's a pretty good website. And they'll say like, you know, like it's probably a movie that is 13 and up or 14 and up, regardless of what the rating is. It'll sort of go like, here's what's in the movie just so you can make your own decision. It doesn't just float out a rating. It just goes the, you know, sexuality is this much and this. And there's some swear words and some things are rated PG-13, but they're, they're totally fine. And other ones are rated PG-13 and I'm like, good Lord, you know, so it helps. So they wanted to watch this show <clears throat> called Disenchanted, and it's an animated uh, TV show by some of the people who were involved in The Simpsons, and so it seemed funny. So my wife looks up the um, Common Sense Media, and it's got the usual Simpsons stuff, and I'm not worried about it too much. 
But the one thing it pointed out, it wanted to make sure that we understood, is there was one thing scene where a guy in the show has sex with a walrus, mistaking it for a mermaid. Again, I'm going to let that one sink in. <clears throat> I'm having my uh, scotch. This is old school. I'm going old school in this episode. I've been all about the coffee just because I usually uh, record these in the morning. This is Sunday afternoon, 5 o'clock. This is Scotch 30. One quick thing. I was a guest. I'm mentioning when I'm a guest on po other people's podcasts because it could be interesting. I don't know. This one was fun. I met a girl when I was speaking in Edinburgh in 2017 at the veg fest there in the in the city had a great time did some uh vlogging during that time if you want to go back and look at that but you can so i got an email out of the blue and she goes hey i don't know if you remember me but i met you i was there with my boyfriend and we all chatted for a while i totally remember her boyfriend was great they were just super nice people young 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 gal as i would say she's probably 24 i'm not even kidding half my age good lord Oh man, I hate math. <clears throat> Anyways, she has a she has a podcast that she started and she said, "Oh, would you be on it?" And I said, "Of course, I'll be on it." She goes, "Oh my god, thank you so much." And it was you know, anyway, the I swear to you, this is she's Scottish. She still li she lives in Stirling, Scotland, which I've been to with my wife. So she's like, "Have you ever heard of Stirling?" I was like, "Been there. Had a great experience with in Stirling. Loved Stirling. It, I had a Stirling experience there once even." The name of her podcast, I'm not joking, is We Stories with People. We Stories with People. That's We Stories with People. How can you not listen to a podcast called We Stories with People podcast? I'll link it in the show notes. We, I will tell you, and she's if she's listening to this, there's there's no knock here. <clears throat> but we 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 did it via via Zoom with the cameras, and we're we're we get on and hey how are you doing and we're talking and we just keep talking and she sort of mentions the podcast and i'm thinking we haven't started yet and then in like in a half hour later i'm like is this thing gonna start or are we just kind of rolling here don't we'll have it and she kind of mentioned like yeah but in the podcast i'll be talking about and i was like oh, okay so we're not there yet hour and four hour and 40 minutes goes by and she goes okay we got it and i was like holy shit that was the podcast and i just thought we were having a wee conversation before the wee stories with pipel podcast started <clears throat> So I don't know how it turned out. We were covered everything. So that might be a good one to actually listen to because I don't even know what I said. I actually don't know what I said. I should probably go back and listen to it. Thank you to everybody who supports me in one fashion or another, Patreon and otherwise. Okay, thank you. And for reals, I'm out there doing my I'm, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Started shooting another video today. And now that the whole Small Steppers relaunch is over and the program is now running, I can get back to my other things that i love also like this podcast which i've been doing throughout but also videos because i was doing so much videos for that relaunch that i didn't do my normal video so i shot one today it'll be out soon money changes everything not according to me according to cindy lopper according to whoever wrote her song um i'm going to talk about that a little bit today and probably in the whole scheme of the small steppers relaunch and everything else and 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 how i listen to language in the world there's things i'm gonna do an episode pretty soon on cliches because so many are true right i mean can i just say that so many cliches are true i'm like that's true it's a cliche but it's freaking true let's not just push it out you know send the baby out with the bathwater, which i don't even know how that happened once and it became a thing money is the root of all evil we hear capitalism is bad we hear 
And I'm going to take that to the mat a little bit because in all things, it's, first of all, it's a human construct we invented. It's okay, fine. We invented the atomic bomb also. It's bad. But there, it's hard to separate the human equation out of a system that is that is created by humans. And money, let's face it, the fact is, is it's an inanimate object. It's a, it's a thing. It doesn't have qualities other than its absolute purpose. It's, it's absolute purpose. And it just becomes this thing of like, it's such an easy go-to. Like I tend, we tend to blame what's ever in front of us and yeah, capitalism is because of capitalism that that's why it's money, money, because people are, people are greedy, but if that were true, then every single person within that system would be that way. If that were human nature, then capitalism would breed 100% of people that are bad, greedy people. But it's actually not the case. Um, if we go that capitalist, that's an, he's an asshole, and we, we do the jump of, therefore, it's this problem of capitalism, I think we lose the, 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 the opportunity to acknowledge what is really at stake here, which is that that guy is an asshole, that girl is an asshole, not the system. Now, the question is, can that, does that system breed? I don't think so. I don't think it breeds. I think it amplifies. And I talked about, I don't even know how many, how many episodes back, but with that power, it, it amplifies. It doesn't create crazy people. It amplifies crazy people. And I think capitalism does too. The question is, is there enough positive to keep it hanging around? Do we, we want it, we want things to be perfect, of course, but given that there's going to be the nutty nut nuts and not in a good way, is it on the balance, the best system for us? It's sort of like, and I'm crazy this way that I see things this way, but I really, really do. I've worked with people and I've heard people say, well, I tried to be plant-based, but I was anemic. So it's the problem of the plant-based diet. But if that were true, then everybody on the plant-based diet would be anemic. So you can blame the thing or you can go, well, what is it about me then? Because clearly it can't be a vegan diet because it being deficient because every vegan would be, I mean, if, if, the, if plants didn't have iron, then every vegan would be deficient by that logic. But obviously they do because most vegans are not deficient. So maybe it's something that's about you. You're not digesting well. You're not eating a healthy version of a vegan diet. Your, your gut bacteria is fucked. I mean, who knows? There's a many, many things. And it's super easy for us to go, yeah, it's the it vegan diet didn't work for me. It's a vegan diet. It's not good. I don't like the vegan diet. It's not good. It's not a healthy diet because I was, because I was anemic. Capitalism is no good because look at, look at that guy, what he did, that guy. It's because of capitalism. No, it's, it's really not. And what money actually is when you think about it, and I remember studying this in philosophy because I never really, it's not, this isn't, I'm not going to say something, you know, that's going to floor you and you're going to go, wow, I never thought about, but it's just a, it's just an element of trade. It's just so, because I don't want to carry around a freaking bag of sugar with me all the time so that when I want to make a trade for a bag of flour, I got to have my bag of sugar on me and I go, well, I got the bag of sugar right here. Can we do the trade? That would be amazing. It's in my car. Can I just grab the bag of sugar? Because you got the bag of flour. It's like an intermediary. So I can go like, listen, I want your damn flour. And I didn't want to carry the bag of sugar because it's heavy. And I don't want to do that much hard work. Can I just give you these paper things that you can then take to somebody else and do a trade over there? And that's what that is. And it works really, really well. I mean, can we just admit it works extremely well. We don't have to carry all our wares and we don't have to even have them on us to make trades, to trade things around. So where did it go astray? Where did it go astray? Well, it went astray because this, this, any system, whether it's capitalism or socialism or anything, any, 
economic system or even governmental is going to the the success of that system in theory will rely on the ethical and integrity of the population within that system i mean that's it's hard to it for me to go like it's capitalism's fault it's like well you have to look at do we have and this is why like if i were an evil leader i would want to make sure that people are not that educated i would want to make sure that i create a system whereby most people make reactions to their from their gut because it sows enough dissent and enough just non-thinking kinds of actions that i'd be like see and so I would be like, let's not educate people very well because then people get smart and then they don't, they don't need leadership and then we are in trouble because we want to stay in power. That's what I would do if I were evil. If I were, a, if I were myself and I was president, I would be like, let's educate the crap out of everybody so that, that we can sort of bring a population up and give them opportunities to actually succeed within that and actually less level the playing field and see really who rises to the top instead of that jackass who is only in that situation because he or she inherited a lot of money for nothing that they did at all okay nothing that they did okay but let's not tax them either but don't get me started to level the playing field so in all things being equal if we had to look at the different systems and and take into account and i'm not an economist here so i'm i'm only coming at it sort of from the philosophy end of things and because because i'm so much about personal strength and and happiness, what it is to live a happy life. We're so quick to blame something that I don't think is necessarily at fault. And we can be very, very, um, we have, we can have be very honest and we can be very principled and we can be extremely happy in the context of capitalism. You want to know why? Because there's lots of people who are those things. And I'm one of those things. I'm happy and I run a business and I work at a business that's not a nonprofit that, that runs and it's got it's got issues and I have issues and I have struggles, but all in all, I'm doing quite well and I'm not cheating the system. So I could cheat the system. I could, absolutely. Obviously, people do all the time, but most people don't. And I think that on a larger issue around this is like, again, in the in today's world, the the we we tend to look at, you know, welfare, let's say, and we go, see, people are cheating it. But yeah, but most people aren't. And for us to just go like, okay, well, then let's not help anybody because four people out of every hundred cheat the system and they're getting free and they could be working, but they're not. And so let's just toss. It's like, no, you don't, you don't decide to help a population because of the very small percentage of people that cheat that system. They're not happier for it. Trust me. So you, 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 you go by, is this a system that helps most people or is it, or is it a, an action that helps most people? Or is this a system that generally works and you can't take into account the people who milk that system in general? And I think all things being equal, I'm not a huge, well, philosophically, I'm actually a fan of capitalism. I don't think we're living in a capitalist society. So another thing that people go, it's capitalism. See, and I go, where you show me where capitalism exists in this society, where it's clearly not a fair market and it's clearly not a, a, a fair playing field, a level playing field. It's clearly not. So until that happens, don't even think about blaming money or capitalism when you're up against somebody who has had way more unearned possibilities in their life than you have, and you have more than someone else. And therefore, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But in any situation, we need to figure out the root of the real problem and tackle that. It's easy to just, again, write it off and go, capitalism sucks. 
But if it's greed and corruption and an unfair playing field and the way we each personally view people with money and hand them power because they have money, that's it. It's a very weird thing that we are so able, many of us, to just, what do you have to say about it because you have a lot of money in your bank account and otherwise I wouldn't listen to you for five seconds. And that goes for actors too, which I've talked about. A musician, people who are successful in one area and the power that we hand to them and go, yes, I want to hear what you have to say. Why? Well, because, you know, why? Well, because it's because it's Bono, you know, whatever. And Bono's great because he's done actually done stuff. So I don't want to diss Bono. And he, Bono, if you're listening to this, I know you are. I apologize for that. I'm just saying we are ready to hand over power to somebody and give them a voice in a system because they succeeded in one very, very narrow slice of that system or of our economy or of our, of our country or world or whatever. And sometimes they started off with a full, full benefit of like a huge, you know, millions of dollars. They got to head, they got a head start. Let's put it that way. And we go, yes, you get to come to the table. You get to come to who's on. That's on us. That's on us. We got to tackle the, the root of these, of these issues and how we develop our own our own lives and the families and our kids that we raise to put money in its place to say yes it's a tool that's it and do we want in general as free a possible situation where if you work your ass off you can you can you know pursue what you want you can't you're not guaranteed what you want but you're pursued you you, you have the freedom to pursue and you have a, a basically a, 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 as much as possible a fair market a free market where you can dive in and compete my small steppers relaunch was by most accounts a failure i'll just be straight up i ended up with 12 people and now i'm excited about the 12 and they're freaking great and i'm having a great time with it but it's you know a fifth of what i was hoping to get i was hoping to get 60 to 70 people Failure, failure, but not because of anything that I can blame on a, on a capitalist system. I, it, it, it didn't appeal as my running guy. He goes, yeah, that's, you're not selling flashy stuff. My, my client goes, yeah, what do you think? And I go, you're totally right. What, you know what? I'm not going to bitch about it. I can't bitch and moan and neither can you. We can't bitch and moan about money. We can't project or deflect. It's not anybody's fault. Nobody stole it from me. I have to be cognizant and aware in my life and I hope this for everybody and definitely people I work with especially in the program right now that's entering week two tomorrow is to develop a, a, a situation where we have clarity of thought most days so that we can put money in its place because it, it is a drug let's face it we we look over the shoulder and say somebody with extra money than more money than we have uh, we want to hear what they have to say, but we also assume that they're happy because of that money when time and time again, we're proven otherwise that people with money certainly definitely are not happy all the time for sure. In fact, all the time we look at people with money and yet we still hook into that thing and go, I would be happier with it. Really? What? Because of why? Because of what proof do you have in that regard? It's another drug. It's another drug like food that we need to do to survive. We need money to survive and we need food to survive. And so we're constantly surrounded by these kinds of things. And it's a struggle every day. It's a struggle every day. And it's, but it's on us. It's on us to put and keep money in its place, just like it's on us to keep put and keep food in its place. Know, where it's, know what part it plays in your life. Know what inherent value it has for you or not. 
and make sure that you keep that perspective in check most days and you'll be a very successful human being and you're going to lose it in some days also you're going to get jealous and envious and that you'll lose that small battle but overall you'll be a successful human being if you can maintain clarity of thought enough to keep those things in their correct places for you but then again who am i to talk i don't got much money Underground, yeah. Counting days just for fun. Adding up the time till it was done. And I'm walking back and forth to forget where I've begun. And I'm circling wise and See which is more fun Yes, I'm serpent wise and foolish To see which is more fun Handing over I'm giving all of it Through asking what is true And I'm taking all the memory Leaving them with you I'll be coming back for them when All the black is blue Yes, I'll be coming back for them Black is blue The sandstorms will cover everything The wasted ideas to torture us I bring it, I bring it I feel lost without you But I will, I'm gonna find a way But I will, I'm gonna find But I will, I'm gonna find a way days when all that was it is again I need a plan I need a friend that I don't mind stepping sideways I just like to know when I can't 
can't put trust in you I can't do that again No, I, I can't put trust in you I can't do that again Sandstorms will cover everything From wasted avions to torture us the town till it was done and I'm walking back and forth to forget where 